Hello and welcome to Z3 News. I'm James Bailey and today is Monday, May 11th, 2020. And today I am starting a brand new series which I believe and hope to continue uh, for the rest of my days as long as I am able. I believe yesterday God put it on my heart to begin sharing news-related items. And so that's what I'm planning to do. And, of course, you know, giving whatever insights I can offer um, on what's happening in the world today. And occasionally along the way, I will be doing separate programs uh, just to share market trading insights as, as those come up. But for the most part, focusing on uh, what's happening in the world today and sharing some of the things I've been learning over the last few years um, about actually unlearning um, things that I had been told my whole life. Uh, I went to some good schools growing up, and I think back of all the books I was required to read in high school and college, and looking back, I just marvel because nobody ever told me anything about what those authors were all about and what they what the what was the bigger picture the bigger context of what they were trying to say so it was all meaningless to me and it went in one ear and out the other and i think that's what happens when we don't know you know if you picture like a big filing cabinet you don't know if you don't know which uh filing drawer you filed it in you don't have any frame of reference then it's all just um out there and you can't really recall it because it had no meaning. And so what I'm trying to impart to you is a context, a framework that's based on the scriptures, first of all, and the insights, the, the, the revelation that comes from the Holy Spirit, but also on historical facts. Because once we can see it in the scriptures... And then we can overlay on top of that the historical context. We can begin to get an accurate picture of the truth. And the truth is what I really want to talk to you about today because I've noticed that the truth all by itself is a huge topic because we as humans, we don't like hearing it sometimes because it's, it's not what we want to hear. And it's hard to hear sometimes. And so I think this is a good place to start because each of us has to make a choice as to whether or not we even really want to hear the truth. Do we even really want to know the truth or do we want to live in our own little fantasy world where we only allow ourselves to hear the things that we want to hear, the things that sound good and pleasing, painting a picture of all blue sky ahead, and unfortunately, it's uh, not reality. And it reminds me of something I heard someone say one time. They said, I just want to believe it's all good until it's not. And I think to some degree, we all feel that way. You know, it's just hard to hear uh, things about the future that is not what we want the future to be. And so we're all confronted with this same choice. Do you want to know what's really coming, or do you want to just believe in fairy tales? But you know, Jesus knew things about his future that he didn't like. 
and he warned his disciples that I'm going to be betrayed, I'm going to be put to death, but after three days I'll be raised from the dead. So all the time that Jesus was ministering, and you know, he had uh, good times where he uh, helped a lot of people, and I'm sure he had uh, times that he really enjoyed. He enjoyed being with children. But in all those days that he was on the earth, he knew these things that were coming to him personally, and he carried that with him. And what if he had just said, you know, I don't really want to hear that. I don't really want to, I don't want to, don't want to know that. You know, I'm, I'm not even going to go there. I'm not going to think about it. He didn't take that approach. He was able to bear it because it says, for the joy that was set before him, he endured the cross. And not only the actual crucifixion, but I'm referring to all those days where he knew these things. And he considered, you know, and especially uh, in the Garden of Gethsemane, where he knew the hour had come, but yet he didn't flinch. The Bible says he, fit, he set his face like a flint to Jerusalem, and he was unmoved. He could not be uh, distracted. He had this focus about him that was greater than his concern for himself. And I believe that right there is our key to how we overcome uh, all of the negativity of what's coming upon the earth. You know, the Bible is where we find these warnings. These are not just some random Joe Blow on YouTube saying troubles ahead. These things are laid out in great detail with many, many chapters devoted to it in the scriptures warnings specifically for the generation at the time of the end, a time when uh, trouble comes like a woman in birth pangs, and it increases as we get closer to the end and intensifies, the pain intensifies, the trouble, and it ends with a period of 42 months where God allows Satan to do what he's always wanted to do, to have a death grip control over planet Earth. And let's see how it plays out, because it's going to be a disaster. And it'll become a testimony against him for everyone in all eternity to see the foolishness of his ways and his kingdom and what it leads to and the destruction and devastation that it causes for the whole Earth. But, you know, despite the fact that the Bible has so much to say about these days that we are now living in, it's one of the most neglected topics in our churches today. And it's, it's a very sad thing because these things were written for our benefit to help us so that we have understanding and knowledge and insights into everything happening around us and by having that, it allows us to push back the darkness, to expose the darkness as the scriptures instruct us to do. But if we are clueless, if we are in the dark, if we are unaware, if we're asleep spiritually, uh, if, if nobody's ever teaching us, if nobody's ever helping us to connect the dots, 
then we're going to be in the dark, just like the rest of the world. We're going to be just as easily misled as and deceived and uh, confused as the rest of the world. And we're going to be led into destruction just like the rest of the world. I mean, it's great to be a Christian, and it's great to have that eternal future uh, with God, to be born again of His Spirit. But as far as this life goes, if we don't uh, tap into uh, the knowledge and the wisdom and the understanding that He's stored up for us to have and wants us to have, if we don't pursue it, then we're not going to benefit from it. And meanwhile, Satan will just continue on his merry way because his kingdom operates under cover of darkness and deception, and he lies. He's the father of all lies. And 1 John 5.19 says that the whole world lies under the sway, the influence of the wicked one. The whole world, this world that we live in, is filled with lies. It's polluted, a filthy place where everywhere we turn, uh, someone may, they may look good, all cleaned up, wearing a nice suit and a nice haircut, but they're telling us, the things they're telling us are subtle twists of the truth. And unless we have a, a good perspective, a, a right perspective, a clear understanding um, we're easily misled, and this is this is how we spend our life. We bombarded with it from the beginning. Uh, we we've grown up and gone to schools where God has been taken out of the schools. Prayer has been taken out of the schools, and we've not been taught the truth. We've not been given the understanding. And in many cases, our parents didn't know any better. They may have even been Christian parents, but it's these things have not been taught for the most part in the churches. And so Christians have lacked this perspective. And so we can go our whole life, uh, even though we love God, even though we walk close with Him and spend time with Him, if we're not pursuing, if we're not um, open to receive uh, insights and understanding that challenge our paradigm, our perspective, um, you know, we come across these things in history that, like, don't make sense and kind of scratch your head and then move on. But wait a second. There's a reason why it doesn't make sense, and that's because it's not true. And it's only when we have the right perspective that aligns with the truth that all of the pieces fall into place. All of those things that didn't make sense now start to make sense. And so that's my goal for this series, but for today's program, I'm just addressing this uh, decision, this choice that we have to make, because I believe my message is only going to be popular among those who genuinely want to know. And that's what I believe is this remnant that I wrote a book about called Remnant, and that I put in the subtitle, uh, The Righteous Remnant Now Arises... And I believe we're seeing that happening right now. I don't think it's any coincidence that just yesterday God put it on my heart to begin this because we're seeing uh, a major shift happening right now in the world. And it's, it's disturbing to see what's happening. It troubles me uh, to see it. I hate seeing my country and 
In fact, the global economy being shut down. But you know, God gave many warnings about what was coming. And it's not just, we can't just look back over the last couple of months and try to write it off as a, as a um, fluke and we're going to all get back to normal now. No, what he's revealed is there's a major shift, a major shift happening. And this is what Isaiah the prophet saw in chapter 60, where he talks about deep darkness is coming upon the world. But at that same time, he saw the light of God arising upon his people, upon those who are willing to receive it and walk in it. There is a greater light There is a greater glory that is arising on those few that are willing to do, as Revelation 12.11 says, to love not your life unto death, to be willing to go forward with the plan of God, the will of God, each day, even when it's contrary to what we, we would like to see happening, but to be willing to obey what God puts in our heart to do, uh, even at the expense of what it might cost us, we're, we're not going to be easily moved. We're not going to be distracted. We're going to set our face like flint to the purpose and plan that he put in us to do. And it's no coincidence that right now is the time that the world is entering into these changes. Now is also the time when God's remnant, his hidden army, is coming out of hiding His army is arising right now, and God has great plans for his people, his remnant army. But his plans are not what we hear so often about and what so many thousands upon thousands of Christians are buying into, this whole nonsense about taking over the seven mountains, taking over the seven spheres of influence which, if you haven't heard the full message of where that teaching goes, uh, you might not realize how misguided it is, but it's ultimately saying that the Christians take over the world and all unrighteousness is removed from the earth because our influence overpowers and overwhelms uh, the influence of the unrighteous, and so the world just enters into this nirvana state or whatever you want to call it to where we all all is well that is totally the opposite of what the scriptures tell us how this thing ends i'm not naming names here because this is not a personal matter but the doctrines of demons that are being taught are fair game to expose as evil And the man who's the ringleader of this Seven Mountains teaching, I don't follow his ministry at all, and I wish nobody did, but I happened to listen to him one day, and I couldn't believe what he said, and I couldn't believe the fact that people continue to support this nonsense. But this man actually said, anyone who warns of trouble coming is from the devil. Because trouble traumatizes us, and the devil is the one who traumatizes us. And this is really sad that this is the level of wisdom and understanding among those who are so-called 
leaders of the Christian church in America today. And that's just one example, but it's it's really heartbreaking to see there's so much deception, so many false prophets being promoted. And the reason they're so popular is because they're saying the things that we want to hear. And I know right off the bat that a lot of the things that I want to share uh, is not going to be popular because it's not what we want to hear. <laughs> but I am very happy to know that there is this remnant army out there. There are actually thousands upon thousands. You know, it's like the the thing that Elijah went through where he felt like he was all alone. And many of us have felt that way. I've seen the comments posted on Z3 News because in your local church, in your family, you know, you're, you feel like an outcast. You know, you, there's you try to share these things with other people, and they, they don't want to hear it. They can't hear it. But thank God, there is this remnant army, and God is now raising up his remnant, and the good news is he's going to connect us with others who are like-minded, and we're going to immediately have this relationship, this rapport, where we see in them the things that God's doing in us is also in them. And so we have this respect. And he, he began to show this to me a few years ago. It's actually in my book that I shared how God's going to begin to reconnect those who have been isolated and separated and uh, become like outcasts. But those are the people that I'm speaking to. It may not be a large group. I don't care. I'm just going to continue to put forth the message that he puts in my heart because I know there are those people out there who are enduring, who are holding on, who are persevering, who are uh, going against the flow, swimming upstream, you might say, uh, but persevering day after day after day to pursue the truth. They genuinely want to know the truth. And some of the things that I'm going to be sharing is going to sound different than what you've heard before. And I, I know what that feels like because I've gone through that myself. And it sounds so strange, but I've gone and I've researched and uh, studied to investigate the things that, that when I was first hearing some of these things, and I was amazed. As the more I dug into it, the more I saw, oh my gosh, everything I've been told is a lie. And I began to understand uh, the truth for the very first time. And so I just encourage you that if you hear me say things that don't, don't align with the way you've understood them in the past, just hang in there. Go check it out. Go under. Go investigate it like I did. And uh, don't just turn it off and walk away. But if you really are hungry and eager to know the truth, then hang in there. Because I believe God wants us to uh, cross over to the other side and receive uh, a new understanding, a new level of uh, insights that's going to change our perspective and give us the discernment so that you begin to see that when you hear the false teachings and the false prophecies, you immediately say, I know that's not right. I understand better than that. I'm not going to be easily misled. You're not going to pull one over me any longer. You may have pulled the wool over me before in the past, but those days are gone. Now, I have tried uh, the best I can to lay out the foundation uh, to prepare people for what I'm 
going to be sharing. I've written several articles trying to uh, prepare and lay the foundation scripturally and uh, encourage people. But, you know, there comes a time where it's time to just get into it. And uh, I just have to come out and say some things. And I've, I've not wanted to because, because I have felt unqualified. And I feel, you know, you're talking about the whole scope of human history. You know, I'd love to be able to be a master of all human history, of all the events that have ever happened, and to know them uh, with total recall. But unfortunately, I believe God put it on my heart to get started. Go ahead and start putting it out there. You know, meanwhile, I am writing, I am working on a book. I'll continue to research and learn and write these things. But for now, I believe he wants me to just go ahead and, and get going because time is running out. You know, the devil is advancing his schemes. You know, we're, we're down to the, the, the clock is ticking. We are in the, the final days here. And so what good is it if I'm still studying and studying and trying to get it all so perfect and never get around to uh, <laughs> warning anybody about anything or sharing anything? At least I can try to get the ball rolling. At least I can challenge some thinking. At least I can put some things out there and you can do the rest. You can pick it up from there and you can investigate and you can help me learn and make it a joint effort here. But uh, I think I've studied enough. I've been studying for a long time now. And uh, every opportunity that I get, I don't even hardly uh, uh, eat a meal or, or take a shower without having my iPad playing, listening to some book, some video, trying to train and, and, and absorb as much of this as I can because I know the time is short. And there's so much to learn. And the more I can understand that I can impart it to others, if I can boil it down and if I can connect it to the scriptures. And so I'm going to start by just sharing what I have. And uh, I hope that uh, it'll be a huge help to you. And so if you're connecting with what I'm saying, then I believe you're the one that God put it on my heart to do this. And he wants you to know that you're not going to be going through these things alone, that there are many others just like you, and we are going to connect with one another, even if it's remotely at first. I mean, we're not going to always have to be uh, connecting with people remotely, uh, as we have been lately especially. But at least for now, I believe uh, you know God has put it in my heart to, to connect with you and to let you know that we can go through these things that are coming upon the earth. We can go through these things together. And we're going to gain insights and understanding that will not only help uh, save our lives from destruction, but also help us be able to explain it better to others around us so that they can understand and see through the deception the, the great deception that's coming upon the whole world uh, in these last days. If we can impart some words of wisdom, uh, some light, some revelation, that someone else can grab hold of that, and it just might save their, their eternal soul. I mean, not just their physical life here, but it may make the eternal difference that they need, uh, some, something that we can impart. And so that's that's my goal, is to uh, 
to help, you know, shine the light as best that I know how. So thanks for joining me today, and I hope to be back again soon with another program. Until then, so long.